Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Morning DNA. I'm Aaron Dyson, the man of single lecture. She is Danae. Who's the woman of a million distractions? And we are here to find out what March 28, 2022 is made of. Holy crackers. <laughs> yeah. You are excited. Is it because today is your plus one day, Aaron? Today is my plus one day. Yay. Plus one. Plus four. Plus okay. Four. Just throw up some stuff in the chat. It could be emotes. It could be hearts. <laughs> it could be love. Hearts do be, seem appropriate. Mm-hmm, hearts do seem appropriate. Yeah. Today is the day, the anniversary of the day that you I was right about this time actually. Died and came back to life. Yeah, I was right about this time in the morning. Uh, exactly. we we had Perfect just organ. uh we had just done our show, uh our version of the show then I think we were recording stuff ahead of time. Uh and putting it in. You left and I decided for whatever reason to go upstairs and you know, see if my wife had left for work yet. She had not left for work yet. I died. She brought me back to life. And we move on. <laughs> like, wild. You wake up days later. Wild. But then also have like a fuzzy couple of weeks in there where the meds were. Oh legit. yeah, I don't. I don't remember a few months there uh, for sure. It is Aaron's Easter. That's exactly yeah. right, Lily. Well, in in fact, it happened over Easter weekend. It did, by the way. Uh, so yeah, yes, it did. Uh, did happen Easter weekend of two thousand <clears throat> or two thousand eighteen. Easter weekend of twenty eighteen. Well, I said, I'm sorry. I'm sure that was terrifying. And we were all grateful to have you here and healthy. Listen, it wasn't terrifying for Aaron. No. He was just like, BRB. I was here one moment and then I was gone. And then a couple months later, I was starting to remember things again. JCD so. coming in with the uh, very important reality of quick appreciation mm-hmm. for Mrs. Dicer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We all stand that woman. She yeah. is a rock and literally saved her husband's life. It was incredible. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. That is not a metaphor. Uh, nope. I would not be here without her. We're all grateful to her yeah. and to the uh, fast responding uh, crew that got here. Or, mm-hmm. Well, to your house, not here. We didn't live here. Correct. Uh, the, the studio was not here at the time. Although, Correct. if we had this house then, the studio would surely have been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, well, I don't know. Yeah. It was interesting because we already had, it depends on when you got the house. If you got that house before we got this house, mm-hmm. yes, we would have built a studio mm-hmm. in that house. If that's mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that is what mm-hmm. you're saying for sure. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, love it. Love it. No clue coming through with the whole heart, broken heart, whole heart band-aid, whole heart. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Glad that. you're here, man. Yeah. I'm glad to be here as well. Even though I try to clamp down my emotions all the time, I did get emotional when you died. And then oh, not died. right now, though. Not thinking about it right and now. And then I do, I have had several tears over the years thinking about if you weren't here it kills me <laughs> look at me you cry having, for me that's the beauty of our friendship i don't have to cry me. you cry for me that's that's the beauty of it all <sighs> yeah yeah glad you're here for real glad for to be real. here glad to be here what a uh, day nice. 
What a day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Slapped Take back one. to life. <laughs> no, no, no slaps. Uh, no slaps were needed. Uh, yeah, it is It is definitely always going to be an interesting day, March 28th, for me. And uh, I'll talk about it later with my topic as well. So Cool. We, yeah. We um, guys, I just realized. So I have, you've seen me with this mug many times. It's actually a set. I have a set of six mugs. Podcast listeners, every time I start the show, I'm drinking coffee. That is large in part because I likely just woke up a minute ago and need it and or feel like I want it. I love the taste of coffee. Anyway, there's like, they're a set. So I have the same mug, six of the same mug. And I just realized that this one has a V-shaped chip coming out of it. Oh no. So it might not make it. It, it must have gotten dropped at some point in time. So I've got this little. Uh, oh no. So I might lose one of the mm. set. However, don't panic. I will still so, have it. So does a little thing like that, like change your ability to use it? Like you just, you don't, because you might like cut your lip on it. Is that what you're thinking? Well, like, I'm going to, I'm just going to drink. So it's on this side. So I'll just drink from the opposite side, which is fine. Okay. You just have to remember uh -huh. where to hold. You have to hold it in your right hand instead mm -hmm. of your left hand. It's true. Which is, Got which it. is fine. Got it. But it reminded me of like, you know, you have your favorite things that you drink, you have your routines and then suddenly, you know, maybe something isn't there anymore yeah. like when your radio partner decides to <laughs> yeah. decides decides to i did i was sitting there on the bed and i was like you know what would be really fun and everybody would love is a nice little april fool's mm -hmm. prank which by the way not only easter weekend it was april, april fool's, fool's Day well. weekend mm -hmm. yeah uh, really just uh, just like actually what if i could actually die and then everybody would have to deal with the ramifications it would be hilarious. of that people would i'd get so much love it was really a narcissistic play on my part uh, to be the center of the universe. Uh, so thank you. Usually for you tell me about out. these things and loop me in, but no, no, no. I needed everybody to be unaware. Oh, well, it worked. Good. Good. It worked. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you, uh, Aids, for uh, understanding my meaning about my coffee mug and how mm -hmm. it it does. It is a thing. It's a routine that you get. Aids says got uh, my yeah. one big mug for tea, and it would suck if it if it breaks. However, I was getting a little bit of appropriate razzing in the chat about. Danae being like, my cup is broken. Aaron's like, hey, remember when I died? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lolly, for the levity. Perspective. It's all perspective. It's all about, listen, mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. things can be true. Mm -hmm. Both things can be 100%. annoying. It doesn't 100%. have to, it doesn't have, one does not have to discount the other. Uh, that is for sure. I remember when my water bottle a couple weeks ago broke, I dropped it and like the whole bottom broke off and there were two days there before Amazon could get me another one. And it was like, how do I drink water now? Like what mm -hmm. are the, the, I don't have any other containers I could put water in. No, it's, it's crazy. That's At least wild. not ones that are the size of a small baby. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I mean, that's a medium sized baby. That is. We. I'm going to be talking about the Oscars in my topic today. Are yes. you? No, my topic's going to be my plus one day. So we'll, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go different directions. I actually looked at your topic before I decided. I was like, well, if we have to talk about it this morning at some point. We have point. to. So, we have to so talk about it. I just wanted to make sure it, it was covered. Do but. we do we talk about it and then we go on to the official doing of the show, shooing of the dough? Or do we just jump no, right in and then set it? Let's, let's just shoe a dough. Let's, let's shoe a dough. Let's shoe a dough. Yeah, let's shoe a dough. We're going to do the D-N-A-N-U. We'll do a Denny a a topic. Hey, guys, look. Here's my, here's my, do my donut for later. Oh, that was chocolate touched oh, it. Oh, chocolate. I, I, for a second, I was like... No, that not that. No, I didn't think it was that. No. Wait, wait, no. what is happening? What did you no. think was up my donate? I thought I thought you had fried it or something. Like you had tried to warm it up on the stove because oh, you hate microwaves no. so much. I was like, wait, did she put that in a skillet 
or something. Maybe Cassin's thinks with follow. Um, yeah, no, you, but you, that is chocolate. So, would, so did Slab thought somebody burnt. Like, yes, no, they, it kind of no, looked it, like burns. It really did kind of look like there were burns on it from from a distance. Yeah, no, especially the way just, that one on the other side kind of just like has yeah, like scorch mark. It looks like scorch marks <laughs> for sure. This is it touching another donut in the donut bag, and if it's not. I will update you. <laughs> if it's not what I think it is, we have problems. Uh, so, yes. So a D topic, an A topic, and plenty of U topics. And we do have the ability to star your U questions now. So get them in at any point. Any question you have for us, we will address it at the end of the show. Um, so, yeah, anything you want us to talk about, topics you want us to hit, questions you have for us, it is all fair game. We will choose what to answer. Um, all right, Danae, let's well, get into it. What is your topic get into today? It. Uh, especially for podcast listeners in the future. So in the time that we are in now, we are waking up the day after the Oscars, um, hashtag the one in which Will slept Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I think the Oscars, there's always something that stands out usually, and it should be the winner of of the award. Mm -hmm. Usually the mo the one that people are most excited Great about. Great speeches, maybe, you know, some fun stuff, maybe a skit that worked or didn't work or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and but this time it's uh it's Will Smith getting on the stage and slapping another presenter who had just made a comment about his wife's hair, likely trying to make a comment in light fun as mm -hmm. comedians do on the grand stage of the Academy Awards. I still haven't heard if he knew about like if he was aware of her alopecia or not. I still so, haven't heard for sure. The the assumptions are still like coming in because we don't have like still official statements fresh. or anything, yeah. and so it's like very very fresh. So we know Chris have... Rock has decided not to press charges. That's about we do all know that. we know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, it, I I like how the chat is calling it the slapping. Mm -hmm. Um, sure, it sure. very much feels that way. So, uh, I would I've just been thinking about it. like I have a an opinion on it. We can talk about it for a while. Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot. But for me, where I come down to, and this is what my question is to you guys in the chat this morning, is how quickly do you apologize in your life? Mm -hmm. Is it something that you think about a lot before you offer an apology? Is an apology something that you kind of hold close to your chest because you want to make sure you're feeling some kind of way before you apologize? Do you make sure you think you're in the wrong before you apologize? Um, or are you somebody who kind of is like, you know what? I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm just going to go ahead and apologize because I, you know, and I've, I've been thinking about this myself. Like, how would I have re responded? Because let's just be honest, I'm a bit of a hothead at times. What? Uh, I've worked for a great number of years at calming my reactions down. <laughs> um, and I can see myself being the kind of person who gets swept up in the emotion of a moment and does something on a bigger stage, not thinking about the ramifications of it or mm -hmm. doing it from ego or for show or for whatever, whatever the seed of what Will did, I can maybe see myself doing something like that. That's the first thing I do is I put myself into both shoes, right? I can kind of mm -hmm. see myself doing like that. I can either see myself saying something that is offensive and didn't mean to and, and, and getting myself in trouble. Let's just, that's, I could do that. And again, and we don't also, know if he meant to or not, you know, yeah. We don't know. And I could also see myself getting in the moment and and you know slapping somebody. I can see myself getting that worked up. Mm -hmm. But I also have worked for a long, long time, not only calming that down, but finding some humility in myself. And when I need to apologize, despite the awkwardness, is learning to apologize. It was very hard for me. One of the biggest apologies I ever had to do 
was a challenge that actually Aaron was involved in where I felt really, really wronged by uh, a radio station that I worked for in the mm -hmm. management that was at that radio station. Mm -hmm. And they had made a whole series of decisions I felt were really, really inappropriate. And I was challenged by um, our consultant, Aaron and I's consultant at the time, to talk to them and apologize. And I was like, what? No, I'm not apologizing for like anything that happened. This was like on them. They started it. They set the atmosphere. I'm just living in it. I'm reacting to their baloney. I'm reacting to their crap. And then the more that we talked with this consultant, the idea was that, yeah, but there's still something inside of there that you could bring to the table and say, hey, I could have done this differently. And you can just start there. And it's incredible after that moment when we did go to the table and I did say that I was sorry for my part in it, how that just really opens up a conversation that starts from a place of humility in a way. It's almost like a, it almost diffuses in a way. Um, and I've utilized that tactic to my advantage. <laughs> ah, the beauty of manipulative apologetics. I'm just mm -hmm. kidding. I'm, I'm kind of kidding and not. I do apologize now much easier. That is the truth. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. it's, it's faster than I want it to be, but I know that I want to get it out of my system. I want to get out of my person. So yeah, I want to come to you guys chat because I said the chat flying right now. Um, yeah, let's let's suggest some general stuff first. And then while people are thinking about their answer to this question, um, because I, I do absolutely want to uh, come to chat. I want to start with this because I really identify with it. Uh, Castro says, I'm honestly torn between wanting to have a serious conversation about what they both did wrong and wanting to joke about an Academy Award winning actor slapping an Academy Award winning or Academy Award presenter at the Academy Awards. This is exactly where I'm at. This is where I don't I'm at too. Take, I don't want to take this too lightly, but what just happened? You know, like there's this element of it that is, forgive me, funny. There is something that is weirdly humorous about like, like almost like self-parody in a it's weird way. Like to it's me. Right. It's this just, is it's, why I thought it was fake at first. I was like, right. this is insane. This is so insane that it has right. to be something that was planned. That's how insane right. this is. That's how crazy. So I'm totally with you, Castroff. I feel the same too. way. I think there. I think what we have to continue to give each, each other the grace to do is exist in both worlds. Exist in the world where this is happening outside of us as a television show and exist in the world where these are two real human beings who made choices last night, you they, know, they and, talk about, and, and talk about their choices and how that, in uh, how we feel about those choices and if we would make the same choices. I think all of those are And there's context that's missing. Of like course. we're missing. That's, uh, that's almost why the TV show angle is better, right? That's yeah. Because we don't have all the context we of the personal have, stuff. We yeah. don't. We don't know so much about is there a history between them? Is, you know, like we don't know any of those things. No, no. Um, we, uh, we just know the public stuff. We know Chris Rock has, you know, joked about uh, Jada missing the Academy Awards when he hosted the Oscars. Like kind of threw a couple jabs there like anything public we know but we don't know any of the private the circles that they share together any of that stuff so yeah there is there's already some messages in the chat about like the history just some known mm -hmm. things that kind of came up in our room last night when we were all watching together it's clear that whatever happened it was a big explosion and we were the witnesses to that explosion mm -hmm. here's what i come down to in that moment would would i have preferred to have seen some kind of a resolution, like an apology of some kind, mm -hmm. 
why do I need that? Is that important? That's not mine. That's their no. story. So that's what, I brought it, that's what I brought it back into myself. And I was like, okay, so bring it into what I'm capable and what mm -hmm. I'm in control of in my life. And when I put yeah. myself into an awkward situation where I feel like maybe an action that I've done is justified, but I still have something that I need to own, that's where the apologetic conversation comes in. Yeah. And obviously there's a lot going on in this question. We don't, we're not talking about a specific circumstance. Um, you know, sometimes it's not okay to go and apologize to people because there's a dangerous element there. I've, I've definitely talked to uh, people in the past about this topic and it's like, listen, if there's a dangerous person on the other end that you want to have a conversation with, mm. maybe that's not something that you should do is go and have a, an apology, you know, with them. So obviously this is kind of a generic question just meant to just, you know, just to be chatty about. Um, I'd like to start here. Okay. I just saw one a moment ago. Well, while you're doing that, I'll just go ahead and quickly say this. And I've said it before. Uh, I kind of come to this uh, educational process from the opposite side of most people. Uh, I was raised an apologizer. I was raised to know the beauty of how it feels when you say you're sorry and the grace that comes from others when they say, you know what, we'll get through it. It's okay. Let's have resolution. That is a glorious feeling. Like mm -hmm. there, there are a few things in this world better than the idea of, of finding peace with someone who you didn't have peace with before. Because of that, I apologize for many, many things in my life for a long, long time that were not my fault. And yes, in in, that's in actually someone mentioned that in the chat too. I'm glad you're talking in, about that. In doing so, what I have done is, is I have stolen the opportunity for others to grow. I have stolen the opportunity for others to own their, their own actions and to own their own beliefs, their own thoughts, and to have to really wrestle with those because I take that away from them. I feel like I'm doing them a service. I feel like I'm the one who can eat that and be okay. But in honesty, I'm not letting them grow. And finding that balance has been so weird for me. Very, very weird for me. Yeah. So yeah. There is something about an apology that can diffuse things. I like this comment mm -hmm. from Michael who says, I think apologies serve two purposes, to acknowledge your mistake and to acknowledge someone else's hurt feelings. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, though, you know, you're only responsible for what you can control. Mm -hmm. And guiding that is interesting. Uh, let's see. I saw one that I really wanted to bring up and chat. You are flying, which I love. Yeah. No. Well, it's it's, it's obviously a, an important thing to think about, and it is it is also one of those things where I you know you, you when you apologize, uh, if you don't if it's not something that you actually believe or mean, you're also doing yourself a disservice. Which so, is exactly yeah. this comment. Lolly says, where's the line between explaining during an apology versus excuses and justification? Mm -hmm. That's really the root of what, what an apology kind of feels like for me. It's, I try so hard to just keep it inside of, here's what I could control and here's what mm -hmm. I'm saying I wish I would have done differently. And sometimes depending on the situation, I'll actually say this is how what I would wish I would have done differently, just depending on the circumstance. Mm -hmm. The rest of it, like how it impacted them or whatever is kind of up to that person. I usually will try to also say something like, do you want to talk about it? Like, is there something that you want me to hear you say? Mm -hmm. Because if they need to vent about how whatever I've done impacted them positively or negatively, because by the way, I've apologized for good things too. It's not all bad. Sometimes something what do you good mean by is that? like explain that. Like sometimes really cool things happen. Um, like uh, for example, um, one time I found this really great um, entire wall piece for 150 bucks on 
uh, Facebook marketplace at the time when I was on Facebook, RIP Facebook. And, um, is that a wishful RIP? <laughs> no, it's just like goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been on Facebook in so long. It's crazy. And I bought it, um, without having like an agreement with Justin. I just was like, Nope, I am doing this. And it turned into a really, really super good thing afterwards. He was like, man, I'm so glad that you pushed me outside of my comfort zone. But I did something positive. I did something good. I did something that had really good reaction, but I made people uncomfortable in that process. And so it's kind of interesting sometimes to be like, I'm going to say I'm sorry, but I'm still doing it because this is still the right decision, almost like a pre-apology, which mm -hmm. isn't meant to be a justification. It's it's tricky. You know, you don't want to. In, well, I, I shouldn't say you like I'm talking for myself. I don't want to apologize and say, I'm sorry for this, but it's that but at the mm -hmm. end that really shifts things. It should just be, this is what I'm sorry for and keep it in your wheelhouse and don't make assumptions about what the other person is yeah. feeling or what they want to talk to. And that's where your ego and hubris really can come into play in these kinds of conversations because you of course want to defend yourself and you want that person to understand you know, your intentions or whatever the situation might be. Um, but it's so interesting to do the work of just saying you're sorry for something, even mm -hmm. though part of you is justified in making somebody uncomfortable or doing something wrong that you need to apologize for. Yeah. What are some of the comments that are sitting out to you that you want to jump in here with Aaron? Boy, um, I kind of want to keep it on topic for a little bit since we're we're really talking about this. Um, so let's go with, uh, with Michael. And we may get to some of the other general comments about the situation last night because there are other topics that are worth, you know, just chatting about. But mm -hmm. um, Michael also says, I'm usually quick to apologize in order to comfort the other person and make sure to check that I'm not in the wrong. See, this is for me where I'm trying to learn and what I think I've been trying to do over the last several years uh, once I learned that I apologize too much is to really understand what self-exploration is, right? And I think that's what Michael is touching on here. The idea of what do I apologize for and why? What, what have... What do I own? And by the way, it's not always going to be the same perspective of the person that you have hurt or the person that um, you are in a conversation with. They may think you own things that you don't think you own. That's part of the difficulty about apologies is sometimes you're not going to get the apology you want or the other person isn't going to get the apology they want because you actually disagree on you know what part of it is something I own. That is difficult and that is to me the key to incredible relationships and long-term relationships is understanding it's okay. It's okay that we see this differently. Here, I want you to know that I love you, I respect you, and I want to continue this amazing friendship we have. But you know, we may just not agree on this, so let's you know move on. Or let me tell you how I what I feel you're reflecting is a great way to find this out. You know, let me state what I feel you are saying to me so I can better understand it, even if I don't agree with it. Um, because understanding is really at the end of the day, apologies are great. Understanding is even better. Um, mm -hmm. so, and understanding yeah. what you are saying before you say it is important. I think being quick to apologize sometimes almost feels like a quick way out to not have to consider uh, your role and part in a misunderstanding or an argument mm -hmm. or you know, because apologies usually come along with just an uncomfortable, uncomfortable moment, whatever that might be. I think a lot of times people reserve apology for huge things. Mm -hmm. We can apologize for little and small things, and maybe it is too much. 
This is interesting from Castroff, who says, there's honestly been times when I've apologized and I feel like I should have stood my ground instead. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> Lolly adds, I definitely can think of times I've apologized and groveled and the next day realized I did nothing wrong. And now I try to be mindful of why I am apologizing. Mm -hmm. What's my motive? And am I sincere or am I just diffusing or appeasing to avoid an argument? These are all really important thought processes that when you're mm -hmm. in various relationships, friendships, family ships, love ships, whatever your ships are, you get to experience the uncomfortable awkwardness of doing life with people mm -hmm. and messing it up. Um, and then also going, I actually didn't do anything wrong here. So if I say I'm sorry, it diffuses something that I'm not responsible for because that's in you. And I think that's some of the growth that Aaron was talking about earlier is stealing away someone else's part and role in their own behavior and mm -hmm. their own stuff. Yeah. So last night, for example, you know, Will, he did apologize to the Academy and to his mother, for example. Mm -hmm. Those are two things that were really heavy on his mind in the moment, which is a really interesting peek into psychology, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Um, yeah. He might still be working through whether or not what he did was was right or wrong and we have yet to see if he's going to carry any of this in the public eye and we're going to have speculations about this probably for the rest of like this is just one of those huge moments that everyone kind of got to hear and see the slap that was heard and seen around the world kind of a thing like it was absolutely one of the most insane things i have ever seen on tv and i still can't believe that it happened but it has caused so much conversation. And I feel like one of the biggest roots of it is people wanting to have that resolution of apology and figure out who was right and who was wrong. But sometimes apologizing doesn't actually show the truth mm -hmm. in any of that because it's in your heart. It's it's here where you kind of know if you really wanted to say you're sorry or need to say you're sorry or talk about it in some kind of mm -hmm. a way. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. A couple more uh, that I wanted to get to here. Uh, Slab says, uh, to people, it takes a minute for me to humble myself. To my girls or around my girls, as soon as I muck up, I make sure they see me apologize and know it's expected of them too. The parenting aspect of this is really important. And saying saying you're sorry and I was wrong to your kids, I think is really, really important. Um, it is. And it's important for them to see. However, the other part of that is also important that they understand that you are patterning something, not saying that they're always right, you know, like, because it's very, it's very easy for a kid to hear like, oh, good. I'm glad my parents know I'm the one that's always in the right. You know what I mean? Like they're still learning. And so hopefully they will, they will see that as a guide, as a pattern uh, for their life uh, as opposed to permission. Um, and it sounds like you understand the balance of that, which is not always easy. Mm -hmm. uh, no, sure, you're not wrong, especially children. Cause they're just, they're, they're born into the world and, and catered to so much it's an interesting growth to learn when you are responsible for your own behaviors when you're responsible for getting your own mm -hmm. food from the refrigerator like there's this individuality i mean you're born and you're kind of served in a lot of ways and breaking out of understanding where you're not served anymore is an interesting process and i think sometimes even as we become adults and we go through the different phases of our life we still have that instinctive need to be served and to have people come to us instead of going to others and apologizing can be one of those moments when you come out of yourself mm -hmm. and you humble yourself in a way 
because you're not guaranteed that that person is going to be open and receptive or even understand or need your apology because you're mm -hmm. apologizing for yourself more than you are for them in a lot of ways. It's something that I've had also come to terms with is I need to do this. This isn't for them. This isn't so that mm -hmm. we're even. This isn't so that when they look back on time, I can say, well, I apologized for that because that's not what it's about. Like when I apologize to Iris, yeah, I want her to see that I'm not outside of being wrong. I also don't want this to be lingering in my mind that I could have handled yeah. something differently. Right. And the unfortunate reality here, um, Castro mentioned something about the phenomenon here does. The phenomenon of demanding apologies from celebrities is a uh, far more toxic than helpful. They don't owe us anything. They don't. You're absolutely right. A hundred percent. They don't. I hope that for themselves, that there is a kind of a resolution. And also, I hope that in this moment, I feel like there could have been a precedent sent because something just happened that's absolutely crazy. But I feel like it was an interesting time. Like if I, I go into this alternate reality where maybe if Will would have been on stage and been like, I wish I would have handled that differently. Uh, you know, I'm going to be working on that or something like some sort of a moment. Where, but he obviously felt very justified in his behavior. Right. How different we all is get today? to have opinions about it because it was public. Yeah. How different is today if Will goes up, says, I'm going to say something, takes the stage from Chris and says, you know, my wife has battled with alopecia. It's been very sensitive. That was a tasteless joke. And I just want to stand here and say, like, and defend my wife and say, you know, I, I this is not something we want you to joke about and handled it differently in that way. Or even just, you know, from his seat, even if he got angry, just said, you know, that's not okay. How different is the conversation today to the fact that he had to bring, felt like he had to bring physical violence into it? You it know? could be different because it's still something that we don't know if we would believe. David B.S. Stowe says, I did not enjoy viewing the event, but the, the slap, but my mind wondered if Will Smith's apology to the Academy and others was more PR or heartfelt sorrow for his actions. This is something that people will have opinions about. We will never know because we don't mm -hmm. get to peek into each other. And when someone's apologizing to you, you don't get to know 100% if that person is being... You have a choice to make. You, you don't know. Um, and that person that you're apologizing to, they don't get to know 100%. Yeah. All you can do is experience the apology from the inside of you out to someone and you get to make choices on what you believe from the other person also want to say this just because somebody apologizes to you doesn't mean that you are then obligated to continue into cycles and patterns that are not working for you mm -hmm. i've been in abusive relationships where you know the apology almost becomes some sort of like okay now we get to start over again um the forgive and forget element that is sort of like sprinkled into our society, which is incredibly toxic. You know, we don't have to continue in into that cycle. Someone can apologize and you can say, thank you for apologizing. I'm still done. I'm still not wanting to do this anymore. I'm mm -hmm. still making this choice. You can accept that that person is sorry and not be obligated to continue with them. And that might be something that Will has to see. And I'm wondering if the Academy is going to say, thanks for the apology. You're not welcome back here because this is inappropriate behavior. There are two forms of, of reconciliation, right? And I have a comment from JCD that I'll pop up that after I say this that kind of goes with this. But there are two forms of reconciliation. There's reconciliation. Let's be at peace and let's continue our relationship. And then there's reconciliation that's let's be at peace 
from a distance. Let's yeah. be at peace and go mm -hmm. on with our lives. Yeah. Um, but it's all, but reconciliation is about understanding that there is beauty in peace with you know all other humans uh, in the world. JCD's comment uh, says, I will say on this topic, sometimes apologizing won't fix things. I ruined a friendship once before, and I know I'm in the wrong. However, even with an apology, the damage is done. All you can do in these those situations is to grow and learn. I will say it doesn't mean you shouldn't apologize. It doesn't mean if you know you're in the wrong, because that's looking at it as a as a results based thing where I apologize because I want to save a relationship. Um, you apologize because you know you wronged someone, you mm -hmm. hurt them, and there's peace to be had there in that uh, apology for you or for them or both. Uh, just depends. But um, but yeah, so I wanted to to bring that up as well. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Well, thank you guys so much for weighing in on this. There's lots of angles for mm -hmm. what happened, you know, um, between Will and Chris, and I think ultimately, this will be interesting to see how those who quote unquote have a right to react <laughs> mm -hmm. publicly will react. And I think that's the Academy. Uh, I will Jada and Chris are probably the only people that I will, if I'm looking for something from, I would be interested in what they would have to say today or in the, in the coming weeks, but it's up to them on what they want to do. I, I, I do want to say like, um these kinds of deeper topics i love that you guys as a chat are kind of willing to go into those um spaces and share your stories because apologies can stir up a lot of emotion so i hope you are in a good place as we transition to aaron's topic today which i love jcd uh says well now time for a lighter topic aaron talk about the time you died uh, <laughs> yeah what? Yeah, we will do that. I will say I also saved some of those comments. We may address them in the you question section uh, as well, because I think there are some other angles of stuff that we could talk about with that. <laughs> um, but yes, let's move on to the A topic uh, for today. And that is this. If you knew this was your last week, what would you do with it? We are not granted this knowledge. Usually some people actually some people are told are. this, mm -hmm. you know, um, it does happen. But in general, we are not granted the knowledge of when it's over, when our time is is up. Um, I would not have known if I had stayed downstairs and not gone upstairs that day to tell my wife goodbye and see if she was still home. Uh, I would not be with you here today. I would have been gone four years ago. There would have been a funeral. There probably would have been tears. Like life probably. would be very. <laughs> Life would be very different right now. Um, and that is a very real possibility. That's not, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's, I mean, I, who knows why I decided that day for whatever reason, because I didn't every day, you know, I would stay and work in the, the studio on a lot of days because often Jen had already gone to work. Um, so uh, I'm very thankful that I continue to have these, these extra years, but we don't always know that. So my question is, if you knew that this was your last week, um, what would you do with that time? Man, people making memories. I would probably record some things that I would want people to be able to re mm -hmm. uh, uh, listen to in the future, like just mm -hmm. some elements of hoping that parts of me get to linger in people's lives for a while. Mm. So if I didn't feel like I had said what I wanted to say, um, I would delete my browser history and oh wait that's just an that's just an assumed one for everyone that's just 
No, but there is an element where it's like, okay, I have a week. I need to make sure that all of my passwords are handed off to other people because they're going to have to get into all of my stuff, right? If they want to find certain pieces of information, but there's so mm -hmm. much that's interesting about you that goes away. If you, if you pass that's mm -hmm. digitally just like dead and gone, mm -hmm. you know, cause yeah. no one, if no one knows how to get to it. Sure. So kind of setting people up for success. Um, if it wasn't medical, I would go get life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I would <laughs> that is so what an interesting thing just be like hmm, just here for life insurance guys no reason no reason at all because you're right they could run tests and not know anything if you knew it just depends on why you know if this is like a I'm metaphysical this premonition thing. that I'm right. gonna be gone yeah but yeah, I think the funny. easy answer is just all right let's take a big chunk out of savings let's fly people let's all get together let's see each other let's have a big celebration let's all hug and cry and talk about what might be on the other side and like just have mm. a beautiful memory. And I think that would be a really important thing for me. I, I do feel like sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, I'm gonna go do something I've never done before because there's no time any longer, but a week isn't too long. And I feel like I would wanna just spend it with the people that um, mean the most to me. It's really interesting over the past few weeks, I've been getting texts from people that have been kind of on my heart I was just thinking about Tracy. I was just thinking about Chuck. I've uh, these people that I haven't talked to in years and years. And I got a text from both of them in the last 24 hours. And I wonder what that stuff is, is, you know, I wouldn't be able to see every person that I've ever spent time with or that I would want to connect with. Um, I just, there's not enough time there, but I would probably just have an open party celebration and be like, whoever wants to come, come. We're gonna have a big party and then uh, have a big celebration and then just chill with my close people until hopefully I just disappear like a cool like snap version where it's not some awkwardness. Actually, I want all my organs to go to people who are still on the planet and need them, mm -hmm. take my eyes, take my heart, whatever still is functioning mm -hmm. well and uh, peace out, yeah. see you on the flip kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah I don't think they're gonna you know. want your eyes, but... Um... But yeah, they might. Someone who doesn't have good eyes would maybe want to have be a little bit better. <laughs> it could be. There might be people with worse, worse vision than you. It's possible. Um, I've looked through those glasses. Uh, it's a listen, whole different world through those listen, glasses. Um, um, if these were if these were not the special kind of um, glass, they would be very thick. Let's just say <laughs> I, uh, I one thing I wanted to uh, point out in what you said was, hey, come hang out. And I think you really, especially when you're dealing with a week, you almost have to say, I'm here, come hang out with me. You know, yeah, you, it's you can't like, go it's, you can't make those trips because then no. you're wasting time. You could be spending with, you know, someone um, on an airplane or on a, in a car, or that's why when people talk about, I'd go see the Grand Canyon or I'd go to Australia or, you know, mm -hmm. the place I always wanted to see. I respect that. But at the same time, if you really know it's your last week, are you going to spend 28 hours in an airplane? during your last week? Are you going to spend a full day traveling? Um, yeah, it's interesting how the question changes if it goes from a day to a week to a month to a year, right? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's interesting how that that shifts things. And I think that's a statement on how we are. We always feel like there is more time. We always feel like, you know, because honestly, you could record things today, Danae. You have the ability to sit what? down, start an audio no. file. What? And say, hey, I just want you to know this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, in, in honestly, for me, what we do and the fact that this lives yeah. digitally, 
is really special to me because yeah. if I had gone four years ago, there are there's so much that people, if they were interested in what I had to say or who I was or they you know, had a meaningful, close relationship to me. There are so many things they can go back to and hear me say and, and, uh, and experience. So I like that. I, it's, it's part of the reason I love doing this is mm -hmm. not just for how we get to be in the moment with it, uh, but it's also like because archive. it stays. Yeah, yeah, there's an archive that stays. And my dad did this with journals. Like he has years and years and years of journaling he did that is kind of the same thing for him and it's this way to experience each other uh, after we're gone so yeah I, I totally agree with that uh we have a lot of really interesting um Let's get into ones it. here i like this one from castriff who says furiously bang out my story ideas in as much detail as possible so they don't go untold love this it's a real outlines creative now. brain <laughs> kind of thing i i do have a couple of those um i don't know that i would care in my last week to take time to do that maybe i'm just not as creative brain to some but those stories can go with me I'd, I'd much rather hug on people and have deep conversations with people i love this one from medina who says if this was my last week i wouldn't do anything different i have settled my estate i have the people i want in my life so i am all good i love that's, this boy, that's, so much. that's living a good life right there where you understand like that you've already lived your life in a way where it's okay if this is my you know last week i would hope that we would, could all find that peace uh, sure. Let's see. Wadok says, record a message, make sure everyone knows my 401k. This is what I was thinking. Uh -huh. Life insurance yeah. information. Yeah, yeah. Does, does everyone know how to run the live stream at church? <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to Ireland with my wife and adult kids for the week. That okay. sounds really good. All right. Yeah. Uh, telling people that they love them is popping up in chat. Um, yeah. I think I think that's a really important part too. And, and I like that this, this question sifts out a lot of the noise and possibility if it was a mm -hmm. year i think i would be like traveling i think i'd figure out okay how can i go you would all of the sudden become the world's best planner like this thing that you've never been like a real part of you you'd just be like this is my year guys this is what we're doing i don't yeah. know if i would plan it or if i would just be like listen i'm gonna take a little i'm gonna take some money and i'm going to go experience the world and um i'm gonna come back where we still have enough time together but i need mm -hmm. to go like I need to go adventure. I really would love to see a few things out of my own eyeballs instead of through a screen. I think that'd be a really important kind of moment. But yeah. you're right, we're not guaranteed anything. And these kinds of questions are a reminder, like, I'm like, okay, so here's here's the couple of things I'd wanna do right away. Well, maybe I should just go ahead and do them, like get an insurance policy, <laughs> for example. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's nice to have, um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a form of gambling, right? That's all it is. That's all life insurance is, is a form of gambling, is just saying, here, I'm gonna put, you know, $80 a month uh, on these odds that if I go in the next 20 years, uh, <laughs> that we'll get $500,000 or whatever. I mean, you're um, not wrong. You're not wrong. So maybe yeah. I should start investing differently. Um, but you know, there's a lot of things I'm <laughs> glad I'm already start investing. doing. Investing, <laughs> just period. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's an appropriate thing to be thinking about given what today represents for you. And once again, I'm really, really glad that you're still around, oh, Mr. Thanks, Dicer. Thanks today. Michael uh, brings up an interesting point, says I would skydive almost every day. And I wonder if my risk level would go up. If I if I knew mm. that this was my oh, last yeah. week, I wonder if I that risk thing, like I'd do riskier things. You know, so what? I, I shaved a couple days off my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, well, it doesn't mean that you wouldn't have a broken bone and then spend like a month. I'm in, sorry. You the know. pain. You're right. The pain would still be there of, <laughs> of bad choices. Um, yeah. 
interesting. Awesome. Well, let's go on to the you questions for yes. the day. Um, thanks, guys, so much again for hanging out with us. Uh, you can ask any question that you'd like. Just throw that up in the chat mm -hmm. and we will answer as many as we possibly can. Any question goes. Doesn't mean we won't answer them or we will answer them rather. Um, but we will do our best to get to all of them. Let's start okay. with uh, Lolly's you question. Uh, Aaron, aside from the poor humor and violence, <laughs> what was your biggest moment takeaway from last night's Oscars? Uh, takeaway number one, never let the internet decide anything. Uh, that was hilarious. Uh, and there is that, 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 I am not a trolley person, but I think we all have that seed of like serves you right. If you're gonna ask the internet to pick best mov movie moment ever, best movie moment ever and they're going with flash going into the time in snyder you know snyder's cut uh for justice league wild Is that stuff what won? yes that was the number okay. one movie moment of all time and then there was the best uh, like uh best movie like fan movie of the year or whatever and that and okay that's the one that i saw that was confusing to me and the top three were movies like one was this crazy bad cinderella op uh adaptation that actually cleaned up at the Razzies this year is like which is like the worst of the year and Amazing. it was like the number two choice the number three uh -huh. choice was this really weird Johnny Depp movie that nobody knew about and is just strange and then number one again was the Snyder universe coming through with Army of the Dead which was a Zack Snyder movie so but there um, was this element too of inviting the internet into the process that is wise to be like hey come over here we're willing to have a good time too but it also diminishes a little bit of the purpose of this award that is not what they wanted that is not oh, like there's, there's no they they were no Th believe me you'll know when you see it never happening again that's that's <laughs> when you'll know <laughs> listen if it ha i will eat my words if it happens if they do it again next year i will eat my words but you are never seeing them do that again uh it was wild so that was lesson uh uh what i uh takeaway number one takeaway number two is you know people wanted a feel good movie people wanted to go with coda totally understand it coda is an amazing beautiful film there are three emotional moments right at the end boom 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 i cry at all three of them every time i watch the movie it is beautiful it's about love it's about humanity uh glad to see uh it win i don't think it was the best movie last last year but i get it you know people wanted to celebrate it and uh yeah that's that was beautiful yep i have plenty of others but if you want you can watch it all happen live. Danae, Danae was actually on the broadcast live when the, slap the moment the slapping. happened. Uh, so you can see all of our reactions live uh, on the Sif Pop uh, Twitch and I YouTube. May have act, I may have reacted inappropriately. I, listen, I, I give grace to anybody in that moment. Because like I said, you, you've got two brains. You're an entertainment show brain. Like what is happening here before me? And honestly, like we said, maybe the better brain to be in. Because the brain that's like, let's talk about real things here is so short like we don't have all the information so we don't know what to do um so yeah no i i i, I understand your celebration of that moment where you were like the oscars are amazing i i actually still in my head thought that it, there was a chance that it was staged yeah, yeah also yeah, totally. but yeah um yeah. this one's from ark and i like this one um would you pick up a hitchhiker the reason that I ask is last week there was someone on the freeway and I thought quickly about it and then thought better of it. Um, I have picked, I have not picked up a hitchhiker from like the side of the road before, but I have driven strangers places before. And I, 
I don't know why I did what I did. Upon reflection, it was very dumb and dangerous. However, um, I did arm myself <laughs> before going. Um, I held a knife underneath my seat to my left with my, so I was riding, I didn't have a five speed. So uh, I went to the kitchen, got a knife, stuck it in my pocket, and then got in the car and held it while I was driving th this woman across town just in case I had to defend myself. So, you know, I mean, if you have to grab a knife, maybe just don't do it. Listen, maybe just don't do it. Upon reflection, dumb all around, like I said. Wow. Um, wow. But I, you know, sometimes you're like, I think I'm following my instincts and I think it's right and I'm still here and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And I hope I helped this woman out that was in need who could have been dangerous. I also sized her up and I also was like, I think I can take her. <laughs> Yes. But if somebody has a weapon or something that changes everything, which is why I even the playing field and weaponized myself. Listen, I have I've been through a lot of weird situations in my life. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to know what to do sometimes, but I feel like in today's day and age, you're like, hey, can I call you a cab or something? You know, mm -hmm. like maybe you have the resources to assist them to at least get to the next place or or whatever. Um but no, I have never picked up a hitchhiker. I was taught not to. And I do have to think about like how easy it is to take me out if I'm focusing on the road. And if anyone's focusing on the road and not paying attention to their environment because mm -hmm. they have to drive, uh, you're just at a disadvantage if somebody wants to be nefarious with you. Uh, Lolly says, I hitchhiked once with a group in Italy. We rode in the flatbed truck full of cabbages. Oh my God, that's amazing. Uh, Polly says, I picked up a guy on the side of the road and then it turned out I knew him from several years prior and we caught up on the ride. That's cool. That's wild. Um, that's really cool. Doc says something that kind of hit my brain too. It's like giving money to a ho homeless person. You hope for the best, but you expect the worst. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, my answer is no. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm so risk averse. You know this about me. Like there's, it's just like, and also I don't like spending time with new people <laughs> small talk as, as terrible as that is small talk is like torture to me um so but there's that part of me that's like are you ignoring people in need you know like is is there something that you can do and i can i don't know i justify it and i tell myself that there have to be other people who are more uh in that person's capable, life able. and capable of actually helping them uh yeah than me um and i don't know what led to them asking for a ride on the side of the road but um, it's hard because if you're in that situation you hope that the right person stops because that's the other part on the mm -hmm. other side of it is if i ever was stranded and had to get a ride somewhere getting into the stranger's car would be equally scary for me because mm -hmm. you just then you're at the mercy of this person that you've just jumped into their car yeah. I, and i i have listened to a lot of really scary podcasts like on true crime so <laughs> woo! yeah um, let's take this one from JCD who asks, what is something about a job, uh, the past can work that you never looked forward to during the year? I ask this as I mix up herbicide to spray for weeds. Hmm. I want my job to be weed free. Oh man. There's always that thing. There's always something about a job that is less fun than something else and you you know hopefully you find one where it is just like a once a year situation because in your like your question is right like once a year this happens Whew. it's got to be tax related but that's just living in this country really anywhere 
the, yeah. like the getting the paperwork and having to do the paperwork that I don't like to do or budgeting. Um, I'm really lucky that I love my job. There's things year round that I struggle with, but like once a year things. Well, I think I, I have know. the answer, Danae, and I think you'll agree with me. Uh, we'll go with a past job. Oh. Fundraisers in uh, Christian radio are torture. They're just, they're, I think I deal with psychological ramifications for those. I think I, I still am processing some of the things, uh, some of the tactics that we were taught um, to have people uh, give money to the yeah. station. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I process things about myself because of those. And that was, that was twice a year um, that we would have to do those. Uh, so yeah, there's part of them that were, that were the energy of them was fun. There is something about community and coming together for a common goal. I think there can be beautiful thing. I don't want, I don't want to come across as sounding like I don't understand the beauty of crowdfunding because crowdfunding is a beautiful yeah. thing. I just think there are ways that it becomes manipulative that or I feel, played yeah. into or mm -hmm. can feel manipulative. Um, and yeah, I'm still dealing with, but, but even on just a work level, I hated those weeks because they were long days, Exhausting. lots of on air. And when you're on air, it's a different kind of energy. You have um, so much to think about. And yeah. when you're running the board, like it's not just talking at the Correct. microphone, you're Correct. behind, you're, you're directing this entire yeah, show, you're producing the show producing yeah. it all at the same time making sure that everything sounds good and trying to talk to the audience about how the mm -hmm. radio station continues with their support it's a it, mm -hmm. you're right that was a really difficult one yeah. uh doc says i work at walmart and inventory or counting the merchandise is a nightmare i've heard i've never worked mm -hmm. in an environment that had to do inventory but i've heard that it's exhausting so yeah yeah definitely <sighs> mm-hmm uh, all right, let's move on to uh, Medina, uh, who says, do we need to redefine toxic masculinity? Um, that is, I mean, that's a deep question. Let's get into this. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> this, this also goes along with something um, that Lolly said earlier in the Oscar conversation, which, which I think is probably where this is coming uh, from. Lolly says, I've seen a lot of people apologizing for him. Uh, that would be Will. With the standing up for his wife defense, there's a whole other conversation about violence and toxic masculinity here. Um, so yeah, there is, let's, let's first that I think it's interesting. Redefine toxic. That's the word that I'm catching on to. I'm getting caught on that too. And I don't know if the intention here is do we need to talk about it or mm -hmm. is it redefine it? Because mm -hmm. if there's a new, if something happened on stage with Will last night that added to the conversation about toxic masculinity and how mm -hmm. we need to add in a new verbiage to the topic of toxic masculinity. So I saw this question pop up um, earlier and I just went over, did a quick Google search and um, just to state it, the concept of toxic masculinity, according to Wikipedia, is used in academic and media discussions of masculinity. It refers to certain cultural norms that are associated with harm to social, oh, sorry, to society and men themselves. That's the quote unquote definition on Wikipedia as it stands. And of course, Wikipedia is guided by the community. So if there was a chance for us to influence this conversation, this topic, to add something to it, to redefine it in some way, I'm taking what you're saying to mean, can we speak to toxic masculinity and alleviate some of the harm that it can cause? That's kind of what I'm assuming Medina means here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when you deal with communication, let me say something really obvious, but something that continues to need to be said. When you deal with communication, you deal with words, you deal with phrases, 
Mm-hmm. You're dealing with symbols. You're dealing with sounds that we all interpret in our own ways. And so when you say something like toxic masculinity, you're going to have ideas of what that means. You're going to have things that you've, you bring into it and everyone is. So when you talk about redefining something, I think we should always be redefining things because we're trying to come to, and now I'm going to use the word again, understanding with each other, right? And so we continue to redefine what a word means to us based on another person's perspective. So now I've heard what you think of this. Oh, so this word can mean this to you. So when Mm -hmm. I use this word, I might be saying this to someone else. Like that is communication. We think words mean things. They Mm -hmm. don't. They're symbols for things. When you say dog... You have an image that comes into your mind. Somebody else has a different I'm image. I'm seeing a collie. Correct. You're seeing a Saint Bernard. It's a breed. It's you a know? symbol. The, the the sound dog is just a symbol for a thing that we're trying to come to understand mm-hmm. uh, about. And if you're um, saying like you're being a dog, that might be really offensive to someone else and really adorable to someone else. And this is why it's really difficult on a big stage, on mm-hmm. the world stage, like yeah. the Academy Awards, sometimes to have a representation of a topic and then all of us are trying to put words to what happens so that we can define it and have a conversation about it mm-hmm. and i'm really hoping that in general the community at large are trying to find a way to unify instead of diversify or or div- to get division from this because there's so much division already we can use something like this as an example of how to redefine or speak life into which is i think how I'm interpreting mm. this question because, you know, like toxic masculinity as a general topic, you know, if I dig into it even more, there's like certain bullet points of like, what defines this sort of culture? And if we're mm-hmm. going to redefine it, are we adding in something else now that we've all seen an example of what some would call toxic masculinity on mm. display? But the one that stood out to me more than that is like, like that slap for me had more than just toxic masculinity in it somewhere. It was a soup of emotion. It was a soup of ego. And it was a soup of like this human being that we all saw react. And it's still a human being, right or wrong, that I hope has the time to figure out what they what will wants people to remember this moment by and he still has a chance to kind of speak into it you know and maybe maybe not be an example because like right now i just feel like there's a lot of people watching how he's going to own his actions and what he's going to say the speech is so close to the moment i doubt that it encompasses everything that he would want to say i'm really curious if like what he will well, say next and there, what yeah there's like. there's a lot still to be told mm-hmm. um but i will say uh from my perspective of this topic on this issue what's interesting to me and i think we all could do better at checking ourselves on this stuff is when we are aware of something we did wrong or something we could have done differently but then we continue the mindsets that got us there mm. and this this to me is evident in his speech which was several minutes later some of the things he said in his speech are representative of the exact same things that brought him to that stage to make that decision. Um, and you can call this toxic masculinity, you can call them whatever, but it's just, in that, man, you could dissect his ex- acceptance speech, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we, we could dissect that forever, but there are definitely some elements in there 
that are that are the same root that is the root of getting up out of your chair, walking up there and slapping a, uh, a fellow human uh, because of a joke they made. Um, and they come from the same place. And in our ability as humans to recognize the actual root of why we're doing what we're doing and whether that's cultural, whether that's trained. Um, I also so and I'm just I'm just stating uh, a fact. I'm, I'm not trying to provide judgment on this, uh, although we could certainly have those conversations. Uh, his son tweeted uh, very quickly after that moment. That's how we do what we do. You know, something like that. Like and you can you, you know that this is or you know what? I should look it up before I say because it, it was something like that. Those weren't the exact words that Jaden tweeted, but it was um, something similar to that idea of, you know, kind of like go get him, dad, you know, kind of feeling to it. That's um, how we do it. That's how we do it was the tweet. That's how we do it. Um, and you just you, you go, OK, but let's explore that. Let's explore what that means. Let's explore because that, again, is the same seed, right? Like that is the seed of whatever this thing is like. This is how you defend yourself. And again, that's a different conversation to place judgments on to like really explore and figure out when do you defend yourself in that way? When is physical altercation? OK, I have my own very pacifistic ideas on that. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's for me, I think the point to be made in this moment is explore those things in yourself. You know, wh whatever those those what leads to the action is often more important than the action itself. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, once again, thank you all for being here with us for the show. Um, we don't often get to talk about something so intense that just happened in culture. <laughs> yeah. But we did get to do that with you guys yeah. today. Um, we're obviously unpacking a lot and we have a lot to think about as a community. Thanks for being a part of our community. Thanks for supporting us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash studio DNA, where we have been producing content like the podcast Shoe the Dough for a long time. It'll be 10 and years in July. 10 years in July? Holy yep. crap. We should have a party. We should. We absolutely should. Okay. Um, we have been going live on Twitch for almost a year, right? Mm, yes. Yes. More than a year, I believe. More yeah. than a year? Mm -hmm. So this new iteration of the show that Aaron and I do is a delight and a treasure for us um, living here on Twitch with you guys. Um, although we do have people that tune in from other places and we appreciate you guys joining in as well and listening to the podcast. Those of you who still just listen to the podcast and have kind of adjusted to this new format where you're hearing us interacting with the chat um, as we go and listening to me every week say we're going to be raiding someone and being like, what are you talking <laughs> what about? You well, how do I raid somebody on my podcast player? Uh, <laughs> which we know there are several of you. We know that a few hundred people listen to, you know, this on podcasts and, you know, that's that's uh, exciting. Thank you for doing it that. It is exciting. We yeah. really love that you guys are always uh, just part of the drumbeat of what we do. Aaron and I have said this many, many times. We love talking he and i love getting into deeper topics and, yes. and chatting and having fun and being silly and then also just like diving into the depths of our, and our thanks brains for the grace thanks for the grace of letting us do that and letting us be human yeah. we would do this if it was just aaron and i <laughs> but you guys get to come along too and it means a lot to us we hope you have a really really good week we'll see you on next monday i believe wait hold on no next week right we're gonna be uh we could gone. do the show before we leave we could if we wanted to <gasps> no. to be determined no okay no we are not we're, we're gonna be not we already decided okay. it's off of the calendar so we All will right. be out of town um next week 
But we're going to go see Seenot Bush for the Raiders. Enjoy. He's doing Gimli today, and I'm super excited to go see that. And we will see you guys in a couple of weeks when we get back in town. So, All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.